The Deep Analysis Podcast, in association with the Information Coalition. Welcome back to my temporary residence here in Half Moon Bay, California. And second podcast we're doing from here is, I guess, roughly entitled From Conservative to Radical Legal Technology. So one sector that's long been dominated by a handful of players is legal For a long time, in my mind, there was OpenText, Microsoft, and iManage. In addition to that, a host of others that uh, typically market themselves as case or matter management. Basically, though, they're all ECM players or document management workflow players. They just label and uh, configure themselves specifically for one industry. It's an industry that I've been sort of reluctant to cover at times in the past because the buyers, the culture, the mentality, if you like, has been incredibly conservative. People have typically wanted to do everything in their exchange, their Outlook mailbox, and then file them, tuck them away into a good old-fashioned document management system. But I think what's... uh, been an education for me and uh, let me give credit here i'm going to do a few shout outs i think in this particular podcast but a great shout out here to my ex-colleague david horrigan who i worked with at 451 and worked for me running uh, legal technology research and he really opened my eyes to as i say what i thought was a small quite stagnant mature if we want to put a nicer term on it very conservative sector And here was David talking about predictive analytics, AI, and where this was all leading. So this past year, I've been looking a little bit more at uh, technology, visiting um, with various players. And of course, just last week was the big legal tech event down in New York. And at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say here is that in the past decade, the legal sector has really moved ahead, gone from being extremely conservative in many regards it still is but in technology terms to radical arguably even revolutionary and i think it's worth looking at the legal sector particularly its use of ai and see what we can learn and what's transferable to other sectors in our industry so i guess in a sense the shift from conservative to radical wasn't that quick it's taken time Legal was using advanced search technologies 20 years ago, and that in turn spawned the e-discovery technology that uh, is widespread and uh, very mature and well used today. So what did change, though, and has changed for all of us, is that over time, those sort of advanced search technologies now have access to much greater processing power, and in many cases, much larger data sets than ever before. So they're smarter. They can learn over time, of course, is the basics of machine learning. And though many legal firms still are focusing on sort of advanced search and basically the work of reading and analyzing documents, that's probably always going to be the case. Legal is obviously a document heavy sector and checking for facts and anomalies is always going to be core to their business. What we're seeing is really a shift from augmentation, so legals, paralegals using advanced search technologies, to literally the automation of many of those jobs and increasingly 
complex jobs, jobs that just a few years ago would have been inconceivable to have been automated. And if you're interested in looking a bit further at what's happening in the legal sector, these are four vendors I've picked sort of somewhat at random, certainly not endorsements of these companies. I haven't looked at their technology in depth. I haven't spoken to their customers, but just as sort of a guidance and a place to start to see what's happening there, there's a company called Luminance, which is taking natural language processing sort of a step further, really. It's a system that's been trained by legal experts and continues to learn over time. iManage, which I mentioned before, they acquired a company called Raven last year, and they're doing some really interesting work in the automation, if you like, of organizing, categorizing, analyzing, summarizing legal documents. Veritone is a particularly interesting one to me. They do sell into markets beyond legal, but what they do particularly well is, or appear to at least, they focus on audio and video analysis. So faces, phrases, sentiment analysis. Cloud One is another with uh, machine learning, federated search. There's a whole bunch of these companies out there. I just named these four. Uh, Luminance, iManage, Raven, Veritone, and Case One are sort of starters. But they're all pretty advanced in what they're doing. Now, when we say advanced, I don't mean IBM Watson advanced. This is not huge core AI. That's okay. This is more None specialized is AI, more of an application, tasks. if you like, that is truly is focused in on doing a particular job well. And I think that's really the future of, of AI for most of us. It's not leveraging some enormous deep learning machine, and but in utilizing machine learning, artificial intelligence, leap. To do yeah, specific jobs on really well. Saving. And then that takes they're us to our next step. Risk. If you start to do that, what they're you're fundamentally doing is you're starting to automate the change tasks. that's coming. And so the, the other thing I expect to see of more the legal, legal tech next year, for example, will be RPA, to robotic process automation, driven as the legal sector ever more continues to look at high-cost repetitive regarding tasks, their clients' behaviours, trends within the legal sector and the outcomes of various litigations. We're seeing the same thing happening in retail. That's probably the most obvious. We're seeing it happening in healthcare. And we'll see it happen probably across just about every sector known to man. The legal sector is a particularly interesting one to look at, though, I think, because they've honed in really quite quickly in a very conservative yet radical way to utilise AI to do very specific tasks. They're also using AI to massively reduce their workforce. And that raises many moral and ethical questions which currently aren't really being asked, which is maybe somewhat ironic, considering we're talking about the legal sector. 
But it's one that I think we're going to have to talk about a lot more as we move forward. AI is very powerful. It's going to happen. We have to embrace it. I don't think that's in question. But when an efficiency gain for one is simply job reduction for another, then I think we should at least be considering how we go about utilizing it in the future. Thanks as always for listening. And uh, there's a possibility that maybe we'll get to meet in person in April. My friend and true AI expert, Cash App Compeller, and I will be running a pre-conference workshop on emerging technologies for ECM at the AIM conference in San Antonio. I think we're also going to be hosting a panel session. So if by any chance you plan to be there, hope you come along to the workshop. Hope we get to meet you in person. And until the next time, this was the Deep Analysis podcast. Check us out at www.deep-analysis.net. <laughs>